Thanks for tuning in to the True Vibe Podcast. Here, we help you connect to your true vibration, expand your energy to authentically align you to your highest vibrational self. I'm your host, Mary McMonagle. I am the energy expansion coach here to guide you to connect with your intuition and energy to embody the person you desire to be. Now let's vibe, tribe. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Today's conversation is with a really good friend of mine, Ashley. We did our quantum life coaching certification program together. We graduated back in November 2021, but really recently we have just been connecting a lot back and forth and have just become really close and I'm just so grateful for her as a human, as a friend, and it this conversation really just was too friends being who they truly are together having an authentic conversation so i can't wait for i can't wait to invite you in to listen to this conversation and imagine as if you were right there with us one of your true friends just being your true self uh we talk all things spirituality we talk a lot about be our emotions and being vulnerable so there's really a lot that uh, goes on, but it ties in so beautifully together, and it's just from really a place of love. So a little bit about Ashley. She is a spiritual life coach and actress from Cape Town, South South Africa. She empowers ambitious women who feel like they're on the brink of burnout to find freedom, joy, and purpose so they may thrive with ease in their dream lives. As an actress, she is a master at storytelling and understands that we are simply the sum of all the stories we tell about ourselves and our lives. We're not even aware of some of these stories and they sit in our subconscious minds, running the show, holding us back from our true potential. They project forward and result in the same results and patterns. Ashley works to rewrite, release, and rewire these stories so that her clients can step in to their own power and co-create the life of their dreams. Guys, I can't wait for you to meet Ashley and connect with her. She's just such an authentic soul and we really do go all over in the most beautiful, magical way. And she shares her story and where it's gotten her to this point in her life. And it's incredible. So we're going to jump right into it. Hey, True Vibe Tribe. Welcome back to another guest episode. I have Ashley here. I love this girl literally so much. How are you, Ashley? I'm great. I'm amazing. Thank you for having me here. (laughs) Yes. And it's funny as Ashley and I are both very intuitive as you're going to find out real soon. As I said, girl, your guides were like, I'm a woman. So I have this woman here, excuse me, full woman, (laughs) divine feminine energy for sure. So my apologies for that. (laughs) Anytime. Sometimes we're we're stepping into our womanhood now. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Oh oh gosh. Okay. I can't wait for this. So if you could tell the listeners uh, where you're from and where you're living now, and I know you're going to be going traveling places soon. So if you want to throw that in there also. Mm Yes, so I am from Cape Town, South Africa. I'm here right now. A beautiful, beautiful city. The most, it's just spiritual out here. It's really amazing. Um, But I am, I'm going to be between San Francisco and Cape Town for the next year to a year and a half. 
and then hopefully permanently moving to the States in about a year to a year and a half. So that's really exciting. I've spent a ton of time in LA. So yeah, a lot of my 20s was spent in LA. So, yeah. Ah, so exciting. Yes. Get over here yeah. as fast as you can. Uh, do you want <laughs> to go into, uh, I guess, wherever you want to start with your story of whatever you want to share, what you do, how you got into what you're doing and anything yeah. else? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure Mary um, mentioned that we met through QCA, the Quantum Coaching Academy, and that is where I got my certification to be a coach. I had actually never coached before. I know a lot of our uh, peers, some people have coached and then they come to, you know, deepen their coaching. I'd never coached before, but it was a, it's been a long time calling for me. And uh, that was amazing. That was absolutely amazing. And I am now a spiritual life coach. I have clients and everything. I am also an actress. So I've been working as an actress since I was working since I was 19, but acting since I was like, I don't know, since I walked out of my mom's vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> It's been in my blood, <laughs> but um, <laughs> performing, I would say performing and expressing, you know, the acting mm. came, came later. I was a very high energy, expressive child. So um, yeah, the drama classroom was the only place, drama and music. Those were the only teachers that actually liked me. Everyone else hated me <laughs> because I was like <laughs> just such a loose cannon. Um, so yeah, I'm an actress as well. I love acting, love performing, love story. But um, yeah, coaching is a huge part of my my journey and my calling. And so I'm stepping into this new chapter. It's very interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's so mm. interesting and so beautiful. And, and you've been in and like to see you just your transition from stepping into QCA and being surrounded by people who maybe may have already been coaches. And I know you shared, you know, you came in, never coached before is it's just been really beautiful to see you step into that spiritual life coach. And can you just talk a little bit about what that transition has been like for you with the, with the kinds of people that you're helping with, who are expanding their spiritual awareness? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, okay, so the transition has been super easy, actually. I really like, I got my first two clients very quickly. I haven't even really been actively looking for clients. Like I I put it out there, but I've got no, like, I know all the things we should be doing on Instagram, the shoulds of like marketing this way and sharing consistent. I'm not doing those things. And yet I'm actually attracting clients, which is amazing. And then the actual coaching process, I realized I've been preparing for this for a really long time. So I um, worked as a drama therapy facilitator at a rehab in Johannesburg last year for the whole year i taught yoga and i've been in a lot of mentorship and leadership positions over you know the last 10 years and i'm when i started coaching i realized that like you know i thought i was going to take six months of qca and put that into my coaching but actually my coaching stems way beyond um that six months so it's been cool it's been a very cool transition and being able to trust that like i know yeah, I know how to help people and guide people and all of that. It's been awesome. Mm. It's beautiful to hear you say, I know how to help and guide people, even before QCA, just because of your background and the work that you've, you've done. And that's really what is what makes a true leader. And I love that you shared that because it's like, yeah, you 
are that beautiful true leader because you've been through the process and you led yourself through and and just me knowing mm -hmm. a little bit of your story and, and really how it's impacted you in in stepping into that leader stepping into that coach stepping into being this expressive creative being uh would you be open to sharing a little bit of that backstory of of really of what has made you such an incredible leader and being mm, i'd love to yeah thank you for saying all those nice things yeah. uh, it always makes me feel amazing uh okay so i I had my first spiritual, I was very spiritual as a child. I think I went through like an atheist, like couple of years in my teens. Um, it's quite interesting. I watched, I watched uh, The Pursuit of Happiness by Will Smith and when I was about 15. And that movie broke me. Like I was so like, for two weeks, I couldn't get out of bed. Like I was, well, that's that's very dramatic. I know I was depressed for a proper two weeks. Like I couldn't get this movie out of my mind. I just like, I was very disillusioned. You know, you grow up thinking the world is your oyster and all these things. And I, w I think I was quite disconnected from like the real suffering that was going mm -hmm. on. And this movie just really, yeah, hit that home. So that was, that led me to atheism. I was like, if all this is going on, <laughs> I don't want to believe there can be no God if he's letting all of this, these things go on. But then I kind of returned in a very, uh, I don't know what led me there, but like I got very into crystals and cards quite early, like at 17, 16, maybe my sister, my sister always spoke about angels and fairies. And so I kind of came back and then I worked with a transformational facilitator and she, her work was embedded in the course in miracles. Mm. And she taught me, she had this incredible 12 week program and she worked on and one with me. And that led to my first like full on spiritual awakening. I think I've told you about this before where like people literally could like no one, nothing could touch me. No one could upset me. No one could, like I just saw that anything that was negative that came my way was a, a byproduct of someone else's pain, you know? So someone could literally be like, fuck you. And I would be like, are you okay? What mm. happened today? Like I just, and then, yeah. And then that kind of gave me a really solid foundation for my twenties, but I was also very wild in my twenties and I loved to party. And so I was like, I always say I was very celebratory in my drinking. Like I wasn't a dark drink on my own or in the morning type of person. For the most part, it was very light and like expressive and free spirited and celebratory. Um, but it was, yeah, quite, it was out of control at certain times. Um, but I kept this, this uh, understanding of the universe and manifestation. And like, I remember sitting in LA being like super broke not having a work visa and then like I would just sit and center myself and be like everything always works out for me the next like paycheck is on its way with no way like I'm so far away from home I don't have a work visa for the states I'm not working there like I'm you know I'm, I'm visiting as a tourist and then my agent would call me like the next day and be like oh there's that commercial you did three years ago residual just came through that's happened to me so many <gasps> times it's crazy that's why I love acting being a part, like acting has been amazing. So yeah. And then eventually 
around 27, which is quite a poignant age for people, I decided to stop drinking. And I, the partying was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst it had been in my 20s at this stage, but it was mostly over the weekends. But I was really tired of this like loop that was happening in my life, which was having all these dreams, wanting to live an extraordinary life, knowing I'm here for something important as we all are and wanting to fulfill that destiny and that potential. Um, but just, you know, like I would get, I'd binge drink on the weekends and then I'd only recover by like Tuesday or Wednesday, you start to come back into your true spirit. And then I have like Wednesday and Thursday to do everything that I want to do. And then Friday, the, um, it's the weekend again so then I'm back on the run and this loop kept happening at the time and then eventually I stopped drinking and that was yeah that was huge that was a very um huge accomplishment and um that's where the real real deep work started because before the the spiritual awakening the manifestation all that fairy stuff was beautiful but it wasn't deep. There, there was like no acknowledgement of the shadow, like none, mm-hmm. none, zero. And this, this was like the last, it's been three and a half years has been shadow work, shadow work, shadow work. So yeah, it's been amazing, but it's been deep. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you for sharing all that. It's just so beautiful. And it really does make sense that, the last three and a half years have been shadow work because you started off like just to kind of unpack your story it was like you started off yeah like Mm -hmm. manifesting this is so cool but it's like I want more but then there was this block which was yeah maybe that being that party wild girl um any but I liked how you were like I was just wanting to be a free spirit but it was like you let go of how you were supposed to be a free spirit and combined it into being a free spirit with like spiritual work and and now unpacking kind of all that you went through uh which is mm-hmm. is really beautiful and uh and it just like it's just like a really cool transition to hear you share that like yes like I wanted to go deeper like I wanted to like get in and really understand because I think a lot of people are drawn to spirituality and manifesting and they're like yeah I just have to say these positive affirmations and sometimes they work right away. Like you said, you're, these amazing experiences happened. Uh, and then I think people can get turned away because it stops happening and, and there are things that, that need attention. Um, I'm curious mm. if to like dive into the, sobri- the sobriety and, and kind of what that's been like for you now since, mm. since like as you can like share that story and like look back and reflect like what comes up. What comes, oh yeah, the first thing I'll say is that I was so sure that if I stopped drinking, I would, all these things that have been holding me back from my dreams. Well, the reason why I hadn't achieved my dreams or I wasn't stepping into this full potential and extraordinariness, Mm -hmm. I was like, it's the drinking, full stop. And when I realized that I took the drinking, when I took the drinking out, I realized it was not the drinking. (laughs) And it was actually all my own, on my own blocks, you know, like I was so sure if I stopped drinking, I would write this script. Um, It's been three and a half years. I haven't even started that script, you know, which is okay. It's fine. But there was, 
and that's why I say the it's been a lot of shadow work because taking the drinking out really allowed me to look at my life honestly, to look at all my emotions honestly, not sidestep any of them, not even take the edge off of the glass or two of wine at the end of the day. And really like it allowed me, has allowed me to face everything, every hardship mm. head on and alchemize it and go through it, not around it, not tuck it in the back of my mind. Like, so it's been amazing, but it's, it's full on, you know, like there is no, there's no escaping anything. And that's what I really wanted. Mm. Um, I read at the time I, I read a uh, Brene Brown's book, Daring Greatly about the power of vulnerability. It's just such a brilliant book. And that was where she, she planted the seed actually of sobriety, like seven months before I stopped drinking. I was like, I want to know myself that well, like, who am I? I want to know myself that well. How do I show up every single day? How do I get through these things without, yeah, numbing, essentially? Mm. So, yeah, did I answer your question? Yeah, 100%. And I really kind of want to, like, dive into the emotional piece because I know you are just such a deep soul, obviously, you being, like, I want to dive deep. I want to know myself so well. And I truly believe it is our, we block our own selves through our emotions. And I, and I, as you were starting to do your shadow work and, and go into your emotions, was there certain emotions that you were maybe kind of afraid of? And how did you alchemize that? And like, what does that look like now for you? Yes. Okay. So what was really interesting was that I, so I used to think of myself as like Kevin Hart positive and optimistic which I still think I am but I used to be on another level but I realized I was bypassing like spiritual bypassing because any negative emotion that I used to experience I would be like oh it's because I'm hungover oh it's because I drank on the weekend mm. so I never used to actually look at my emotions with any kind of like and it was really smart because I think in a lot of ways, actually, it was like I, maybe I am extra emotional this week because I had a big bend on the weekend. So I think it was and I, I think a lot of people who are drinking like get wrapped up into emotions and it's like, yeah, duh, you feel depressed today. You, you know, binge drank. I don't know. You drank like four bottles of wine on the weekend. Of course, you're going to feel. So there's like a but um, so there is a a balance between the two but I thought I was very very positive and then when I stopped drinking I I like noticed these flows and fluctuations and and um yeah negative feelings that come up I think what has surprised me just that I'm not as positive as I thought I was <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still very positive but I yeah. thought I was like 99% of the time that was my idea and now it's like 80 yeah still good <laughs> yeah. yeah but that's so important because you're human <laughs> you know we're human we have these spiritual 5d beings we just want everybody to experience true love true happiness but we are human at the end mm. of the day and thank you for, sh mm. for being so honest like yeah, I actually wasn't as positive and happy, you know, maybe just call it like ignorance, right? Like na being naive in your, in that way. So it's like, but we are human at the end of the day. And I hear you. I, I, I hear you for sure on that. Um, but it's beautiful. You yeah. can say like 80% because yeah, it leaves that 20% for sure. Yeah. 
for to process emotions so that make more 81 82 percent yeah yeah i mean going back to your thing of like what emotions surprise me it's not i wouldn't say it's a single emotion but Mm -hmm. what surprises me now is that i have the ability like i've cultivated such healthy habits of like how to bring emotions like through my body and allow them to come out and to lean Mm. into them rather than around them to meditate to go on a walk like to the best thing about not drinking is I have a very blank I have a um again going back to like knowing yourself I have a blank canvas so if I'm not feeling um good or whatever usually it's because like I'm not putting the right foods into my body I've Mm. become so sensitive so these things like people often um I know people that struggle with mental health will say you know that people are like I just do meditate like meditation and yoga you know and it's it seems like such a simple thing and it's not going to help and I think a lot of the time it is it's way more complicated than that but for me, meditate like a simple meditation now because I've taken all this other stuff out of my life, who does work, and a walk does work, and all these like little things like drinking water, nourishing your body, like all of these things are such magical and simple things mm. that are like that lead to equilibrium in the body. You know, like we're just a chemical, well, we're a chemical and a spirit at the end of the day, but a lot of what's going on is chemical you know so yeah Mm, Yeah. that's beautiful it's like kind of what I took from that is like you you being this happy being but it's like you brought in actually way more happiness just by those quote-unquote little things the while going for a walk Mm. meditating it's brought you back to the spirit of who you are where it's like you didn't have the you didn't rely on drinking anymore to maybe almost even be a distraction from noticing actually that there is beauty and good like right in front of our eyes every day (laughs) absolutely that's really beautifully said yeah absolutely I love Mm. that yeah well thank you for Mm. put like being able to put that out there for everybody um I want to kind of go into how uh, you you're more in tune with your emotions and what does that look like when you're when you're in acting Oh, wow. Um, acting. Acting is a whole other beast. <laughs> um, I think, so the biggest the biggest thing that I identified in acting school that was holding me back from um, doing my best acting was that I wasn't, I struggled, I struggled with vulnerability. So I was like the tough girl. I've always been the tomboy, uh, the boxer, you know, I, like all those things. And so I really struggled to be vulnerable. And that's actually what led me to Brene Brown's book, which is what led me to stop drinking. Um, And definitely like the ability to just not have any shame around emotions and the fact that emotions feel way more safe to me now means that in my acting, I can call upon those things a lot more easily and I can do it without fear of judgment because back, you know, 10 years ago if I had to act in front of a bunch of people and cry yes it's a character but it's still in your your subconscious mind doesn't know that you're acting so Mm. your subconscious mind is like oh there are a bunch of people watching me be weak 
essentially. And so now there's a whole, I've reprogrammed a lot of that. So I have a lot more emotional freedom in my acting with, um, yeah, just expressing my emotions and letting them go and then being like a safe space, even if they're like chaotic, that's still safe to me. Wow. Wow. That was like mind blowing of like, I would never have thought that. Yeah. When you're acting, even though it's acting, you're fake crying, your brain is like, oh, she's crying. So that's so interesting how there could be those blocks of, of coming up and, and vulnerability and being like, oh, I have to cry in front of all these people. <laughs> Absolutely. Acting was the biggest acting school, especially was the, is always the biggest personal development that's also been a huge part of our personal development is acting and going deeper into the work because it is just about showing different parts of you and, and knowing yourself so well and like not having not having any blocks or shame come up about how you feel about things because the Acting is the ability to arrive on set and be like, cool, anger. Like, I'm not afraid of showing anger. Mm. I'm not afraid of showing sadness. I'm not afraid of showing hysterical joy. Like, mm. all these heightened emotions. And I went to an amazing acting school in LA as well called Anthony Mindel's Actors Workshop. That was like a spiritual place. And he's very much teaches that. He's like, just forget about the character. Just arrive as like a full, whole human being without any fear to go to any part of your soul and then to just let that come through and let that ride, like ride that wave for the whole scene and let it do whatever it wants to do. Oh, it's a good feeling. Oh, <laughs> it is. Ride that wave of emotions and express them. Oh my gosh. Just hearing that, it's like, yeah, it's okay to be angry. It's okay if you're in the moment maybe feeling guilty. It's okay maybe if you're feeling shame because as you've already shared, like with with being, you know, quote unquote spiritual, sometimes we're, we feel like we can't be angry or upset or, or feel certain things and we mm. pass it. But it's like hearing you say that, it's like, yeah, it's, it's actually really okay to like get this out or be the extreme, like share your joy. Be that, you know, that childlike energy where you're like, yeah, like I am just a, a lot, a lot. And that is beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You, I was thinking now of how, you know, we forget that emotions are still, they're a part of our body. Our bodies are, you know, these, we, we've chosen these bodies to come down and have this spiritual this human experience right we're, we're spirits that have chosen these bodies to come down and have these human experiences and the universe god whatever um gave us anger for a certain reason you know yeah. so if it's showing up for you that's not not spiritual if you use that anger and you you go out there and murder and then if you use that anger and you go out there and start a war <clears throat> then that's a different story but um they're here to teach us things, you know, and if we let them come through our bodies and mm. find healthy ways to express them, then they, they've got so much more wisdom for us, actually. Oh, that last yeah. beat, like, hit my heart. Like, I literally feel like I have, like, tears, like, coming where you're like, these emotions just actually bring us wisdom. 
if you allow yourself to yeah. express it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I th- always think about anger. There's such a great, um, I have a mentor and she always talks about if you literally take the tone out of anger, usually it's the truth. So she would, mm. there's a, an explanation. It's like, you know, um, I was trying to leave a parking lot the other day and the parking person attendant said, no, 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 the gate's that side. So I drive that side. And then that get, person at that gate goes, no, no, the gate's the other side. And then I drive to the other side. And then that person goes, no, the gate's somewhere else. And now I want to scream at this person and be like, what are you talking about? Like, where is this gate? Someone <laughs> sent me there. And then someone sent me there. And, I'm here. and you're like screaming because you're all angry. But actually, if you just take the anger out of that, like that's completely reasonable. It's mm-hmm. like, hi, um, what are you talking about? Because I was sent that side and then sent that side and now sent this side. And it's a bit confusing what's going on here. So that's wisdom. That's truth. You just... <laughs> You just have to take the the tone out of it. You know? Oh my god, I oh, fucking god. love that. I swear, I'm like mind blown right now because it's so true. When you are yeah. getting to a point where you're yelling and you're feeling that anger, it really is. It's just the truth that maybe you've bottled down coming up. Mm, your truth, yeah, 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 yeah. your truth. Okay. Wow. 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 We're diving deep as always. (laughs) And I love this. I want to kind of pick your brain and get some advice for people who are listening, who struggle with being vulnerable. Um, Even as I say that word, this is something I'm currently working on because I had this perception of myself of like, I'm so vulnerable. Like I'll share anything. And (laughs) I realize I'm actually not as vulnerable um as I perceive myself to be so I know vulnerability was like a big part of your journey and um what led you to really being open about getting you know entering into sobriety and getting sober and what would just be some advice for people who are listening to this who uh want to be vulnerable and and kind of don't know where to start what would you share with them Mm -hmm. I just want to say the first thing that popped into my head as you started talking about this was um, my breakthrough or whoever's listening, your next breakthrough or level up is on the other side of vulnerability. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I don't know why that just popped into my head. Cause I'm thinking about like, why Whoa. do I try so hard to be vulnerable? And it's always like, whenever I, start to feel insecure or vulnerable or anything I know that my next like quantum level up is on the other side of that vulnerability oh my gosh so yeah so the other day I think I actually sent you a voice note about this we talk a lot um (laughs) and I was saying (laughs) that I had a friend who was down in Cape Town and he was my best friend and he was here for a couple of days and it was his birthday and then he went away um, on a trip to a farm a friend's farm and I was like why wasn't I invited and all these things I'm like a very I like to think I'm pretty secure and I'm 31 now and like high school so long ago (laughs) but all these emotions were coming up around why why wasn't I invited? Mm-hmm. You know, is it this? Is it that? And like, I really, that whole weekend just felt so, and then I felt even more vulnerable for feeling vulnerable. So it's like a, 
like a, you know, I'm like feeling vulnerable and then I'm feeling stupid for feeling insecure and vulnerable. So now I'm feeling vulnerable about feeling vulnerable, unvulnerable. <laughs> and anyway, this, by the time I knew I was going to mention something to him because he means a lot to me. Usually mm-hmm. I actually just cut people out. Well, that was the old me. But now I know it's important to have these conversations. And anyway, to cut a long story short, I've, it took me a week because then the emotions kind of went away by Monday. I wasn't feeling emotional anymore. And then I just didn't want to talk about it. But I knew, but, and I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to feel vulnerable in mm. front of this guy. But I knew that my next breakthrough and my next quantum level up was on the other side of this conversation and feeling vulnerable and I had it with him and this happens every time I like this I love him so much more after that conversation our Mm. relationship has so much more love in it because I showed up and I pushed through that vulnerability so yeah usually yeah usually it always leads more love you know obviously you have to be discerning about who you're vulnerable with but Mm -hmm. this was a close friend and so yeah yeah wow wow that's huge oh my gosh oh my gosh that actually brings like a lot of clarity into where i'm what's coming up for me right now so if anybody listening if this is bringing some clarity please we would love to hear um you know, send us a message on Instagram, but that just, uh, really, really brought a lot of clarity for me just by, by you being vulnerable about your vulnerability. (laughs) Uh, because it's so beautiful where it's like, yeah, you hearing you say that, like, okay, this person actually was somebody that I care about. And normally maybe I would be in avoiding and kind of just let it go and not be like, Hey, I actually that, you know, uh, like that, you know, maybe like, made me feel a type of way and it's it's only by you expressing and sharing that actually shows them that you really do care about them mm, um and absolutely. then yeah and then I love that you mentioned the discernment because sometimes it's like we do have to discern well if I'm going to be vulnerable with this person are they going to use this take maybe this call it if it's like not an insecurity but you're maybe you're feeling a certain way this vulnerability really taking this vulnerability a certain way and using it against you um is a is a great point that you brought up about discernment uh i share that because that's mm. kind of what i'm what i'm working through is like i realized oh i've been vulnerable to people who use that vulnerability as like try to use it as a weapon against me um but because i'm being secure in myself it's like whatever where now i'm recognizing uh being vulnerable with more with my dad um and that's like been really like when you said that your next breakthrough is through that vulnerability I'm like yeah and and how you said it brings in more love like it really does it improved our relationship so much more yeah Yeah. so it's 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 really um I feel like a lot of people will really resonate with your share and kind of even just like what I took away where it's like it's having the discernment of where you want to be vulnerable because maybe that vulnerability is letting go of that person um but you like in the past maybe what you've done yeah but it's it's that's big yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh my, you, you literally blew my mind. That's like, huge. that's crazy. People listening, like, I'm sure they're really going to resonate with this too because it's like, wow, your vulnerability really is such a power. It's a power. It's a tool. It's a powerful tool. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for yeah. unlocking that. Yeah. And I think it's also in the way that like you communicate your vulnerability, mm. you know, and I'm doing so much um, reading now on nonviolent communication, which is like a, um, just a communication strategy and style. And it's all about um, communicating your, your needs. Oh, I love it so much because like the rule is that you say, I feel X because I, Y. So never because you so i feel mm. sad because i dot 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 need presence not right now with you i feel sad mm. because i never i feel sad because you mm. and i it's such a powerful thing anyway and going back to vulnerability it's like the strategy of how you communicate your vulnerability will a lot of the time you know speaking of discernment and that kind of thing it's 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 how you communicate it and it's about finding your truth in that and taking ownership of whatever is going on because people can't argue people can't argue with that you know like when you have a truth about something and you're also taking ownership for your feelings around something no one can argue and I think when I had that conversation with my friend I I really didn't put anything on him. Mm. I was just like, listen, mm -hmm. this is how I felt. I'm sure there's like a good reason. I know you don't hate me, but this is how I feel. And I didn't, there was no finger pointing or whatever. And that was really what allowed for the love to come through. But it takes practice for sure. You know, you were saying that you're very strong and I'm sure you've done work to get to that point. I know when I started on my vulnerability journey, like it felt like death to be vulnerable. Like that's how unsafe it felt. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and literature, like reading a lot of books, sorry, reading a lot of books, reading Brene Brown is the vulnerability queen and really starting to rewire your mind around weakness because it's, you think it's weakness, you know, and when you can rewire that into a strength, that's when you can start communicating properly. Mm. Yeah, I love that you shared the, the communication piece properly and putting, making it sure you're saying, I feel this way, not you are making me feel this way. Because like you said, as mm. soon as you kind of, like with your friend, you're like, he did, like, I didn't make him feel like I was putting any kind of way on him. I was just sharing like, hey, this is me. Um, so that's really helpful because I've definitely seen that with, uh, if I have like vulnerable conversations with my dad and, and I'll say like, you said this and blah, 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 blah. And he'll like, immediately I can tell he shuts down, like, because it's like, I'm mm. putting what he said on him and how it made me feel where it's really is internally with me. And so I, I noticed that I'm starting to like stem away from saying, you made me feel this way. And it's saying like, I'm feeling this way. Uh, because yeah it's like trying to pass the blame on them um so that's mm. really helpful with with communication and communicating with people yeah yeah absolutely that's beautiful i think it's the nonviolent communication is like all about just communicating your needs because no one no one responds well to 
to criticism. Like mm-hmm. no one, no one is is down with that. That's definitely not how you're going to get what you want from your partner. So what his, the foundation of this, um, his name's Marshall, someone who invented nonviolent NVC is what he calls it. And he says that when you present someone who's close in your life with an opportunity to fulfill a need of yours, Mm. you actually present it like a gift like Mm. here's a gift for you you get to fulfill my needs and my needs are that I would really love some one-on-one time or your undivided attention or and then that is way more effective in relationships than you know you do ever wash the dishes (laughs) yeah the you know the flip side of that is I really need support you know I'm feeling overwhelmed because I feel like I need support and that yeah it's a whole other energy vibration to interact Ooh, with. wow effective communication through vulnerability <laughs> yes <gasps> oh. love that and I letting these paths <laughs> we going down now i know i know <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so good though it's just it really is it's like it's 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 just mind-blowing and I guess to really kind of like tie it all back together where we started like emotions just allowing your emotions to guide you through your vulnerability if maybe you are feeling overwhelmed like it's okay to feel overwhelmed but where can you ask somebody for that support and effectively communicate it right like it's like we ask for support and it's like you never do the dishes and you're finally like speaking your truth but then they take it offensively and you're like see this is why i'm never gonna speak my truth exactly exactly <laughs> that's such a good point oh that's that's that was literally old mary so <laughs> but where it's like effectively communicating i love that this is where we're leading to because this is something i've been working on a lot with myself is I'm like, I want to be an effective communicator. Um, so it's, mm-hmm. it's great that we're kind of leading there because in what you shared of, you know, making it come from a place that somebody can help you and provide for you. Like, Hey, I'm really overwhelmed. Uh, would you be able to do the dishes more and, and have that effective communication? Um, so thank you for sharing Absolutely. all that. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm two and a half years into my relationship. So it's like, I feel like this is the next frontier for me as well. It's like nonviolent communication. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, bless him. Uh, (laughs) You guys are literally goals like adorable she (laughs) posted on your story of like he got his like wisdom teeth out or something. Or he was yes. on oh, anesthesia. I was appendix. appendix. And you had the videos. Yeah. And I just could feel the energy that you guys give off. But I'm curious. I want to ask you this. Like, what do you, like, your relationship and how you guys communicate and interact? Like, what is the energy that you create as a whole? Him and I, the energy we create as a whole. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, I've never had, he's my best friend. First of all, I've known him since we were 10 years old. I was his first kiss in, when we were 13. He was like my fourth or fifth. (laughs) (laughs) And so we've known each other a long time. And then we re-met at our 10-year reunion is where we fell in love officially. And very supportive of one another's dreams. And he, um, he 
I I don't want to say I coach him and he coaches me, but we're very, we're very on the same page in terms of getting the most out of this, out of this life, achieving our dreams and picking each other up when the other one's down. We're very like open and receptive to growing. I think that's the only thing you can hope for in a partner is, yeah, sometimes I hear a lot of spiritual women talk about this where they feel like maybe a little bit more spiritual or a different spirituality than their partners. And I I also feel this, sometimes I think, oh, I'm a bit more spiritual than him, where he doesn't, even though he has a beautiful spiritual life. Um, but really the only thing that you can ask for is a partner that's willing to grow with you mm. and do the work. And he's, he's freaking awesome like that. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing. That's so beautiful. I, I wanted to ask that because it's like for people listening who are like ready to be vulnerable in relationships. So whether it's friendships, whether it's with your family, your dad, your mom, your sister, whoever, or your significant other, your partner, your soulmate, whatever. Uh, it's like that's the energy. Like that's the vibe you can create, like growing together, feeling supported uh and and that balance right like you know you're like he's spiritual but maybe not as my kind of spiritual but it's like balance so uh yeah yeah, thank you for sharing that with everybody listening he definitely balances me out because i'm so i'm very woo woo and then he brings he's in finance so he brings me back down he grounds me (laughs) me you know oh that's so beautiful y'all it's all possible when you're vulnerable and you just do it from that place, that authentic place of your truth and your love. It just creates more growth. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll say quickly, like on the topic of manifestation and relationships and sobriety, I met him eight months after I stopped drinking and I hadn't dated anyone for eight months because I was, I was dating, but the last time I dated, I was, I was in a weird ego, like, let me, show men that I can play the game too and like I was living in LA LA is like a shit show to date in it's like really <laughs> it's like the worst dating scene ever <laughs> and so I was like super jaded and then I I realized at that point I was like shit whatever I bring into a relationship now is what I'm gonna get mm. and I'm not in a position like I don't feel safe to be vulnerable with anyone and like I've got some things to work out the shadow work right so I stopped dating and then he just popped up in the middle when I said we went to boarding school in the middle of like rural nowhere like in the middle of nowhere in South Africa and if you told me in LA at the time that I was dating that eight months later I would find the love of my life in the high school that I went to which I hated (laughs) it was just it was crazy yeah and I think I did that I managed to achieve that because I just focused on myself and I knew whatever I'm gonna whatever I am right now inside is what I'm gonna manifest on the outside in the Mm. relationship and he was yeah just he is the best and yeah yeah Mm. definitely that's so beautiful thank you for sharing that because it's like I know a lot of people listening or manifesting their their soulmate, their dream partner, and then just even people who already are there in relationships where it's like 
just a reminder of what, you know, what vibe, what energy you're giving to yourself is going to reflect in your relationships. So it's uh, really cool to, to hear you share that. Now I'd love to wrap this up, even though I'm like, we, you and I could go literally all day. Um, but just to close, uh, I'll ask you the first question. I have two other questions. Well, people listening who are like, wow, I need more of Ashley. And yeah, you guys, I can't get enough of Ashley. <laughs> um, people are like, I need more of, more of her. Where, how can they be in your energy? Where can they find you? How can they work with you? Yes. All the things. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H, V-D-H. My surname is Van der Hoven. So Ashley VDH with that interesting spelling. And um, I'm probably, yeah, you can find me there for now. I'm going to start a new account. I think I told you the Alchemized Spirit, which is what is going to be my business. But I'm still putting that all together. So if you find me at Ashley VDH, you'll be able to find all the other stuff on Instagram. Yay! Amazing. That'll be linked in the show notes. And, uh, you know, definitely go give Ashley a follow. She's, you really just are incredible. And the final question, which I ask everyone, uh, since this is the true vibe, we're all about connecting to who we truly are on a vibrational, vibrational energy, giving it to ourselves and then to the world. What is your true vibe? Mm, Bliss, love, and hope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, so beautiful. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being you, being on here. And uh, I'm just really happy we could do this. Thank you, Mary. It's so good. I feel so honored to be on your podcast. On this, your podcast rocks. <laughs> thank you well, I tell everybody listening to say you know we, this is amazing. we're four months in now Ashley's seen me launch it and we say we're uh, you guys are the OGs and we're going to the moon so we're all going together so thank you for going to the moon with us woohoo to the moon how <laughs> <laughs> not the moon amazing okay we're, it's just gonna get weird if we don't stop here so yeah. Everybody, thank you for listening and please feel free to connect with uh, me or Ashley. We invite you to connect with us, share a takeaway and uh, and it may be a breakthrough that you've had on your journey and, and how you would like to show up and be vulnerable. So everyone, thank you so much. I love you all and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and are ready to help others connect to their true vibration, share this with a friend, hit subscribe, and leave a review to let me know how this podcast has impacted you. Other ways to connect with me, check out the show notes to follow me on Instagram at MaryMC4 or check out my website, truevibewellness.com. Sending you all the love, all the light, and all the highest vibrational energy. 